0: You're Keloke, okay, Knicks fans. Welcome to episode 51 of Knicks Fans Wildin'. Uh, recording this after the Knicks 2-2 and 2 West Coast road trip. So I'm trying to catch up on some sleep. There was some late nights there. Daylight savings time in the middle of it, man. It was not fair. This is not a fair trip so late in the season, man. Out, my sleeping schedule is all over the place right now. So I'm here trying to catch up and uh yeah let's talk let's go right into it man let's go right into it i'm gonna bring all the guys in together don juan Zebo. let's talk about this my guys don juan tell the people it's really good
1: yo what's going on don juan in the building glad that our team is back in the east coast i was tired of going to sleep past 10 o'clock i mean it was too much besides that clipper game but you know saturday we- He was out, you know, doing having a good time on a Saturday watching the Knicks on a Bruncho, Bruncho, or like an early bar day. But you know, um late night games had enough of it. Let's come back home, get some games going. It was a nice little break though. I've been watching a little baseball yesterday, so unfortunately saw our team DR lose. It was heartbreaking, but you know, shout out, shout out, PR. Y'all got it. You know, y'all've y'all had a run, especially from musically to baseball. Y'all doing your thing, man. But well, this is next fans Wow, let's go back to the Knicks. We out here trying to re- trying to refocus. we got to go on this stretch. Couple games, well, not a couple games, 11 games left. Is you know, we're feeling good. We're 15 right now. Knicks, man, we're doing our thing, man. Let's keep it up.
0: Yo, Zebo got the the Washington Heights noise in the background. Yo, you hear
1: it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, going it's going crazy. The Washington Heights noise, man. That's that's what's up. But Zebo tell the people it's really good, man. He has, you, you got to shout. Yeah, My
2: guys, this was yeah, good, man. Yeah, man. Listen, another accurate another accurate week for your boy, man. I told y'all we was gonna go two and two on this West Coast trip. You know, it was a little rough at first, but you know, we back. I home think you said play, four and no.
0: I gotta check the I gotta check the
2: nah, tape. No, 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 no. I definitely did not say four, no. your boy the said four two and over two here. Your yeah. boy said your boy definitely said two and two, man. So I got the, got the I mean, I got the hot hand right now. I gotta check the oh, tape.
0: We'll, we'll see later on what you predict. Uh to see if you got the hand. But let's talk about this um Blazers game first, fellas. It looked like the Knicks was out of it. They came out flat. And they just came out firing it after the half. Scored forty-two points in the third quarter, the most points they scored all season in the third quarter. Just locking in that bench mob really took over the game and brought us back. Man, Julius did not have it in the beginning of the year. I mean, the beginning of the game, and he he started attacking the paint when he saw his shot was not falling. So I was really impressed overall. It was a good win. It was a it was a win that. Felt like the Knicks never get, so it felt like a good win, Don Juan. What you gotta say about that
1: one? Was a good win, like you said, man. I mean, that was a tough first quarter to watch, bro. I tell you that Knicks down big. I'm like, no way, not. We're not starting this game like that. And it seemed like you know there was no coming. There was no coming around, especially just going back to bad habits. But man, these Knicks chipped away at that lead. Second quarter, third quarter, come out. Swinging, it seemed like everything was going in. Manuel quickly goes for fourteen. I mean, the guy was killing it. But you know, it was a team overall win. You know, we saw Ob hit some nice three pointers. Randall did his thing. Figure out how he figured out how to be, you know, how to contribute without really ruining the the rhythm of the team. Josh Hart revenge game came out balling. I mean, it was it was a lot of a, a lot of um contributors to this W. Shout out McBride who had a career night. But you know, one more thing you know, because the Knicks did win this and they look good and and a lot of things were good, but um, I still haven't got my answer question from the cam hive. You know, um, how, what did Cam do? I heard he was gonna score more than RJ, I heard he was gonna score more than Josh Hart, score more than quickly, score more than so many plays. Honestly, I don't even remember him playing. Actually, I do. He hit the back. he hit the side of the backboard, that one three-point shot from the corner. So, you know, shout out to the Cam Hive. I mean, it, it seemed like they waving the white towel. Seemed like, you know, reality hit the fan. But, uh, and, I, and honestly, I, I like Cam, and I wish him well, and he's getting the minutes he deserves. But, geez, man, can we give up on this Cam, you know, on the Knicks already? I'm pretty tired of this already, man. I'm pretty tired of it.
0: Nah, Don Juan, he, he threw a couple jabs there. A little, uh, in honor Creed 3 coming out, mm. he threw a little jabs out there at the cam hop, man. I like it. I really like it. Z, what you thought about that Blazers game?
2: Yo, man, great. Get Great overall team effort, man. Deuce McBride really stepped up for us. I mean, obviously, with Jalen Brunson out there, it is going to be hard for us to, uh, you know, for us to. You know, really get consistent offense. So for him to step up for us, that was really big. And so, yeah, man, I, I ain't really worried about him, man. I'm only worried about the people on this team right now. So, and we just did an overall effort. And honestly, for us to, you know, I know it's gonna sound weird, but for us to just keep Damian little at 38 points, I I would say that's a W because the way my man's been cooking, I mean, he, 38 points sounds like a reg, you know, sounds like a pretty full game for my boy. So. For us to, you know, keep him at 38 not, you know, and now have him score 50 and, um, you know, have someone like this new guy step up because this is, you know, these are players that we were, we are going to be relying on once the playoff starts and at the end of the, you know, and right now during the end of this run. So, yeah, man, just shout out overall team effort.
0: Yeah, man. And let's shout out a couple guys. <clears throat> RJ Barrett, it seemed like in the third quarter, the Knicks, uh. The Blazers got a little close and you kind of got worried. And RJ hit a couple big shots. He had 22 points, five rebounds. You know, you got to give, excuse me, you got to give a shout out to Quickly, 26 points, 10 rebounds. Emmanuel Quickly, six man, my guy, right now. And what about Josh Hart? Uh, You guys mentioned it. Revenge game coming back to Portland. What a big game off the bench, 16 points. Nine rebounds, eight or six, plus 26 from the field fellas. Let me mention how much Cam had negative 27. That was for Don Juan, yeah, but yeah, Josh yeah. Hart plus 26 for the game. And, um, we talked about him, Deuce McBride, 18 points, four three pointers. It felt like every three he hit was huge in the game. And Isaiah Hardenstein, 11 rebounds, zero points, but just a You just felt his impact if you watched that game. You could go down the list, man, a huge, huge Knicks win, and and we're excited. And and it segues us to the next point, you know, going this West Coast trip. We talked about it last show. Just come back home as that fifth seed, you know, and we played every game without Jalen Brunson. Think about it. Every game was without Jalen Brunson, so – I just want to get your t- thought, Zebo on that West Coast trip. What you thought about
2: it? It's, I mean, I, you know, I predicted it, bro. I, I didn't, especially with, um, you know, with Jalen Brunson it, with this injury. Again, I predicted a 2-2 two two record because, again, these teams, were, these teams were tough. Like, the Kings are a very good team. Uh, again, the Clippers, you know, when you have Kawhi and Paul George, you know, you can never sleep on them. And so I did expect us to lose one of you know, I expect us to lose two of these games here on the road. And so uh to see the resilience from this team, it just honestly, man, shout out to, you know, again, I know I'm the j i am the I know I'm the Julius Randle guy, but shout out to my guy for just doing a complete one eighty from the Clippers game to that LA game. My boy oh, okay. stepped up my my boy stepped up crazy. I mean, again, that again it was bad works. It was bad works against the Clippers. I'm not, I can't, again, I can't defend it. I can't defend his actions. He just completely lost his cool. He was about to fight everybody in the Knicks. And for him to just come back the next day and to have that big of a ball game against the Lakers, that was big. And overall, I mean, one thing I did see, which did alarm me a little bit, and also it did give me, it didn't give me signs to really be, um, it gave me signs to, to you know to really you you know once jalen brunson comes back it one time that i did see that was positive is the fact that once we do actually move the ball you see that the offense flows a little better because i feel like one thing one thing about our team is that we are very we are we are very we're you know we're a heavy iso team especially when it comes to julius Randle and emmanuel quickly and also when jalen brunson is there same thing too and so um, I would like to see moving forward is, you know, for us to, you know, for us to start passing the ball a little more. Cause one thing that did alarm me is the fact that we are last in assists system. So uh, we definitely got to start, you know, we definitely got to start moving the ball. More. We got, we started, we got we to start making quick decisions and start putting our guys in transition. Cause one thing I did see that I did like is the fact that, Josh, you know, when we do have people like Josh Hart Obi topping in the game. Um, you know, once they're in transition, there's no one that can stop them. And for a lot of our players as well. And so, again you know it was going to be tough for us but for us to come out two and two and like i said if we come out two and two we're still going to be the
0: fifth seed and look at what happened yeah man talking about the fifth seed the brooklyn that's just lost so we're officially one and a half games up on brooklyn for the fifth seed that's huge huge news um my thoughts on the west coast trip listen two and two i'll take it all those games without jalen brunson uh, you talked about it briefly with Julius Randle. Really looked like he was reverting back to his old bad habits. And he bought it He bought it for that Lakers game. And the Blazers game, he didn't have it. But then he started doing, attacking the rim. Doing things that, winning plays. Winning plays for Julius Randle. So, shout out to Julius uh, for holding it down. But, listen, I'm talking for, I'll say, 32-year-old mm, and under Knicks fans like us. You know, if you over 32, man, shout out for listening. At least you got to see something good. But listen, my earliest memories of Knicks are like Howard Isley and Shannon Anderson, you know? And, and then when we went to the Keith Van Horn or Tim Thomas, Al Harrington, you know, then we had a little fun with the Carmelo years, but then it was right back to like the Alexia Shved and, and Lou Amundsen and, and and Langston Galloway, you know, so I'm sorry if I'm bringing down the vibes, but I say that to say this where this season feels a little different. You know, these are games that you felt like the Knicks were gonna lose. Like after that first quarter in the Blazers game, you know, I was like, I'm about to go to sleep because it's like it, you just feel it as Knicks fans. We've seen this time and time and time again, like these guys don't have it. Even the Hornets game the other day, you saw the tired leg. You just blame it. Last game of the road trip, I'm going to sleep, you know. But this team turned it around in the third quarter. You know, Josh Hart, Emmanuel Quickly, these guys, they're tough. They're resilient. And that's the Knicks team this year. And I feel like that's real important to note. And it feels good. You know, 11 games left in the season. And it feels good to get in there. Feeling good in the playoffs. You know, hopefully we got Jalen Brunson back now for this homestand, and we lock in these last 11 games, fellas. So, listen, I felt good. I went down memory lane in a bad way. So, let's go next, man. Let's go next, Don Juan. Talk about that West Coast trip.
1: Well, what a West Coast trip it was. Like I said, man, I, I hated staying up. You know us in the East Coast getting, ex, expecting games to start at 7, 7.30. Chill vibes, you know, go to bed by 9.30, 10, or games in the 9.30, 10. You know, that's good. You talk about game starting at 10? Come on, man. But, you know, I expected 3-1. Not going to lie, I counted on Jalen Brunson being back. So I, my expectations was a little higher. But, you know, 2-2 two two is not bad considering we didn't have Jalen Brunson. Something that was glaring, though, in this trip is just how much we miss him. You know, it's not, there's not nothing new. It's pretty obvious. You no, know, our guy, Jalen Brunson, pretty much damn near an all-star. We know how valuable he is for this team. He takes off pressure off our guys, especially the scoring load, playmaking duties as well. I mean, he gives he gives a player like a Julius Randle a, a peace of mind, you know. Where we saw in that Clippers game, it got a little wild. Then, you know, it, it just seems like when pressure's on and you're not really feeling it, he's not he's not doing good, and the team isn't doesn't look like they about to win. He might get in his head and whatnot, and you know that game, I felt like. Including the refs and the, the physicality of that game, it got the best of him. But I also put that on the fact that he probably felt like I'm the only one that's balling right now, or not even balling, but actually putting like doing in work. But he, he was in his head, and I and I and I felt like Jalen Brunson is just the perfect player to get him out of that. So he was missed. And I'm glad that you know today there was um, some footage of him in, in, in MSG, he's at a hockey game today, but he looked good, he looks well. I mean, I'm not sure the condition of his foot, but hopefully he should be back after this little little stretch of days off we got here. And you know, feeling good, feeling nice. So
0: yeah, um, I just want to uh, harp on what you just said about um, Jalen Brunson coming back, the emergence of Deuce McBride, like these last few games. I mean, you could say Randall was the best player on the team, and the and in the, uh, the best player. Of the game for the Lakers game, but you could say Deuce was the best player on the Knicks for that Portland game. I mean, the man was blocking shots, hitting threes, playing tenacious defense on Damian Lillard. So, his emergence, I feel like it gives us a chance to like bring in Brunson slowly, uh, you know, get him another game rest maybe or two, you know, bringing him in slowly. But I just want to ask you guys, there's been a lot of chatter. Saying that maybe Tibbs should put a ten-man rotation and kind of slide McBride in there. I mean, what you guys think about that, Dahon?
1: Hey, it looked good, man. He he's been looking real good, and and like you mentioned that Portland game, he was the best player. I feel like he's the one that 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 gave the Knicks that extra boost based on the effort he was giving on both sides. Like it was like, oh, our guy. That barely plays, was sitting on the bench most of the season, is playing and contributing like this. Now we gotta really back him up and step up. There's no excuse that we should be down or or even lo or, or even like barely winning this game against Portland, who's who's spiraling backwards. But in terms of you know, McBride and the rotation, man, you know Tibbs, bro. You know Tibbs. Tibbs likes his nine-man rotation. Ever since he made the move, he never looked back and he's maintained, he's maintained that, you know, that rotation and lock. And when guys are hurt, he might put he's gonna he's gonna put somebody else, but still keep it at nine at nine men. Would I like him to be, would I like him to be included? Of course. I mean, the guy's exciting to watch. And like I said in that poll, like I said about him in the Portland game, is it's just a motivation. It picks him, it picks your man up. And plus, you know, he gives um IQ and Brunson some rest, so why not? You know, there's been a long season. You got IQ and Brunson playing 30 to 35 plus minutes every every game, like. Our guys need some runs. But in the case where you know we bring in Brunson ease them in, I feel like Tibbs should consider it, you know. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt.
0: Yeah. Uh so you basically 50-50. You're basically 50-50. For me, I would say, listen, it's hard to argue about that nine man rotation. The Knicks have been one of the best teams since December when Tiz went for that nine man rotation. So it's kind of hard to argue. To go, and I don't want to be so reactionary because I, I love that game by McBride. I'm like, he needs to play. But you talk about the emergence of Manuel quickly. You got to play him 28 to 33 minutes. You got to play Brunson, you know, 33 to 37 minutes. It just seems like a little time crunch, and there's just not enough minutes to go around because that nine-man rotation is is working. Everybody feels in the groove. You take a little rest. You come back in, and you balling. So it, it it's tough, but. Listen, I would say that to be honest, I would say that in the playoffs, it looks like we're gonna play Cleveland, right? And they have two dynamic guards in Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. And Miles McBride will make that tough for these players. So I mean, it might be that Tibbs has to find a way to get him in there, especially if we play Cleveland. I think it'll be matchup oriented. If we play Philly. You know they got James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. You know that's not really gonna work. But if we play Cleveland, you might, you we might see Miles McBride. I wouldn't be shocked if we see Miles McBride against Cleveland. So it's really gonna see. It's really gonna. It's a way to see for me. Um, but it's hard to 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 raise that to ten man. Especially we got a grind for the playoffs. We still fighting for this fifth seed, fourth seed. We got to keep grinding for it. But Ziba, what you thinking about uh, McBride and, and putting that rotation up?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, what I'd like to see a 10-man rotation, of course, he gives us productive minutes every time he's on the floor. Even when his shot, again, even when he's not high like that, I feel like he gives us productive minutes on the defensive end. The, honestly, when he's on the floor, the that second unit looks it looks more alive. Like, it's always active. So, yeah, would I like to see the 10-man rotation, of course. But, again... Like Don Juan said, we're talking about Tibbs. And so I don't I don't necessarily see that happen. Again, if he if he's not playing McBride, he's probably gonna be riding quickly for 40 if we go to overtime fifty minutes. And that's just unfortunately what our coach is. So I don't I don't necessarily see it happening, but I would like to see it. And especially right now, while Jalen Brunson is injured to give him that extra to give him that experience right now in these last 10-12 games, I would definitely like to see it. Now, when it comes to the playoffs, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that they'll probably keep that nine-man rotation just because, you know, you already know what you know what your players are. But uh, let's see what happens. I definitely want to see what – I definitely want to see how this injury, you know, how this injury is going to be for Brunson. But I think for the last 10-12 games, I would like to see a 10-man rotation for my boy.
0: Oh, man. Let's see if Tibbs listens. 10 man rotation. I just, I don't see it happening because there's been chances where you like, all right, Tibbs, you know, RJ's hurt. Brunson is hurt. Let's, let's switch it up, man. Let's see what we got. Dig into somebody else. And he's just like, nah, man, I'm I'm not with it. And he's really held bent on this nine man rotation. And like I said, it's hard to blame him. It's hard to blame him because the Knicks have been hot, hot since December. Um, And We'll just wait and see. Like I said, I think for that Cleveland series, if we play Cleveland in the playoffs, it's something to think about. It's something we have to definitely think about. But let's switch gears real quick here, bro. Let's talk about Mitchell Robinson after that Blazers game. He went on Snapchat out of all social media platforms. And he said,
2: yeah, "Roast, roast, let him, <laughs> him, roast him man. He said that
0: he's tired of running cardio, basically saying he wants touches, man. And yeah, it's time to get roasted, Mitchell Robinson. I mean, what what touches do you want? You go out in the summer, putting all these videos up, putting it between your legs, dunking it, and shooting threes and shooting free throws and, and doing all these things, and then come game time, and you have a center all the way in the paint while you at the three-point line and you're not even looking at the rim. You're looking for Jalen Brunson and you saying, help, help, help me up here, help me up here. So, listen, you think the coaches are really, if Mitchell Robinson is showing off this bag in practice, shooting and putting it on the floor, they're going to be like, "Nah, nah, don't do that. We don't need you to do that. You know, he's just not showing it. And, and these things are just for show. So, listen, Mitchell Robinson is one of the best offensive rebounding Players in the game, man. Stick to that. Stick to that. Grab every single rebound that goes up. I said this a few shows ago. Sometimes I think the Knicks' best offense is missing, missing a shot because Mitchell Robinson gets that board. So I feel like he got a couple double doubles, and it got to his head, and he started filling himself, and he started. But listen, Nurkic, Nurfik, whatever his name is, he, he centers like that. They just they don't give Mitch room to work. And when you have no offensive bag, I mean, what can you do? I mean, like, what can you do with him instead of throw? You can't just always throw lots. But listen, in that first quarter, Julius Randle shot 11 times. I think he was like three for 11. So you could get his frustration. I think he's a young player, 24 years old. You get his frustration. But Randle, he's shown that he can get that leash, and you have not. So. I just feel like he, you got to be mature, man. The Knicks got that W. You got to be mature. Move on, man. Don't go on Snapchat. Not even Instagram. Snapchat. Like, who's on Snapchat? Who is on Snapchat? And, and, and put that. But no, one, What you got to say about Mitch?
1: Hey, Mitch, man. Look, I'm not. I'm not mad that he's asking for a bigger role, like you said, Triple M. Like, there's definitely ways we could involve him and avoid, you know uh an iso play that's forced you know when you don't need to so you know i respect that from mitch you you know you gotta you gotta think better yourself as well you always gotta have high expectations but you know at the same time what are you doing on social media expressing yourself like you could keep that in house right now that's setting up a bad little a a bad little energy going into this break you know especially coming off of back-to-back dubs where he actually didn't play well in both of those games that we won, so it's, it 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 goes to show you that he's probably he's probably had that in his head for the last few days that that he thought you know maybe I shouldn't I should be playing better. Like you said, Triple M, he came back from that injury, killing it, dominant. But then these last two games, it's like, what's going on, man? Do you actually you do you actually believe in his team, or, or, or you're that you're that player that's kind of like an outcast? Because I heart been balling, I heart did his thing. And he had zero points, if I'm not mistaken, both Lakers and the Blazers game. So it's like the guy's been contributing, doing his thing, not really getting any plays ran for him, but he's quiet and playing his role. And guess what, Mitch? You but you were doing that for some time, playing your role, playing well, and they got you paid. Why are you, you know, trying to change it up now? And it's like, dude, just do what you gotta do. And you know, free throws is terrible. So you already go by, by the free throw percentages. What makes you think he's gonna be? Him mid-ranges or, or doing stuff. I mean, you the play against Anthony Davis that he tried to post him up and he fumbled the ball. Like, bro, come on now. Come on, man. You yeah, gotta man. get you back to reality. It's time to You know, we, we're really about to go on this playoff run, and this is what we gotta talk about right now. Like, this is not good, man. This is not good. Bad timing,
0: yeah. Bad timing. He's he's killing my fantasy team. I'm he in the playoffs. You know, I know Don Juan has him in another league. I have him in some other league. He just ki- he had two points and like one rebound last game, and the, the two points were by mistake. They first gave it to Josh Hart. Oh man, zebo talk about this thing quickly, man, because I'm getting kind of mad, and and I have no hope for him on Saturday against Jokic. I just don't know what he's gonna do there.
2: <laughs> you know what? You know what, bro? I find a solution. You remember when you remember when Kendrick Perkins used to play for the you know play for the Thunder? You know how you know how they would start the game, the first play, bro? They would just give him that one little. They'll give him the one little poster, the one little hook shot to make him feel good. That's that's what we gotta start <laughs> doing for my boy. But I'm just nervous because again, like Don Juan said, what you wanna do? What, you, want, you want us to give it to you in the post? Like you really want us to give, like, you really want, you really want us to give you the wall like, outside of the basket? Like, do you really want, really want to jump like you really want to do that on, no, bro that's not your game like you shouldn't you shouldn't what 48 from the line like that's i ain't gonna lie it, it be looking nasty every time mitch is on the free throw line like i'm just i'm i'm legit closing my eyes yeah Cause i don't know because i don't know what's gonna happen and so i don't understand where this is coming from now you did mention the fact that in the first quarter Julius Randle and again Julius Randle is one of the best first quarter scorers in the league and I do feel like there is there is times where Julius does miss that, you know, does miss that pass, which you know, which does it disappoint me it disappoints me sometimes because he is a very he is actually a very good passer so and there's sometimes there is opportunities for mitch there right under the basket but i hope that i hope that's what he's talking about i hope he's not talking about you know about having the offense kind of run towards him and so you know for like post-ups like that's not mm. your that's, that's not your thing so yeah man my boy my boy is wilding with this one, right? So you're saying it's not really like i said the,
1: it's not really a coach's thing it's more of the players the players yeah, actually yeah. trying to get him involved okay
0: yeah, I'm doing the I'm doing the Al for when Mitch is at the free throw line with that laser beam. I'm like, oh, nah, like, oh, yo, he's looking like, yo, what's going on there, man? But like I
2: said, bro, we just got to do the Kendrick Perkins, bro. Mm-hmm. Just give him that first, just give him that first little play. Let's see, see, see what he does with it. Let, let's see what he does with
0: it. <laughs> Talk to one. your boy Randall. Talk to you. Yo, the Knicks run the same play every first play of the game. It's it's kind of really? crazy. It's kind of crazy. I saw it, and, and I've been looking at it every game. They run the same exact play. We're going to
2: have to start, yo. We're going we gonna to have to start betting on that.
0: Yeah, because the, the, the point is, is for the point guard, because they, they pass it to the center, shift it to the point guard, and he does what he does. Usually, Brunson goes all the way for the layup, so we're going to have to start betting Jalen Brunson first basket every game. It's going to hit most of the time. We'll see. But yeah, fellas, man, just wrapping up that West Coast trip. A lot happened, as we can see. But the guys are finally home. We played the Nuggets on Saturday, so we'll see what it do. But before we talk about that last game, we gotta talk about something that went down today. Richard Jefferson, man, you know it's a slow Knicks day when Richard Jefferson is making around. That's how you know the Knicks have a few days off. There's nothing to do, so Richard Jefferson makes around, and we're gonna show this little clip about Richard Jefferson.
1: And nice hey, hey, you hate us. You hate us. Y'all hate y'all.
0: this
2: fans wow. hate the Knicks more than any player can hate the Knicks. So I don't know what y'all keeps blaming it on us for. If y'all win games, y'all be happy. Okay? I don't care if they win or lose.
0: <laughs> and there it is. There it is, Richard Jefferson. A lot of Knicks fans today, they kind of agreed with Richard Jefferson. They said that Knicks fans do hate their players more than the media hates their players. And I find that to be like Knicks fans are selling their soul right now to Richard Jefferson, man. I did not agree with anything Richard Jefferson said there. I mean, listen, are Knicks fans passionate? Yes. Do we boo our players? Yes. But that doesn't mean we hate them. I think he's confusing the word hate for passion, you know? Uh, given an example, like, uh, in baseball, Aaron judge, he got booed in the playoffs cause he was striking out all the time. I mean, that's, that's being passionate and being like, why are you striking out all the time? But when this man signed a 10 year 390 or whatever was the case, everybody was jumping out the window. Happy. He was back, you know? So, and just going back to the Knicks, Julius Randle, he got a lot of heat last year. I see a lot of Julius Randle jerseys coming back around in the garden and stuff like that. Like, Knicks fans are back in. So, do I think, is there a section of Knicks Knicks fans that, you know, are are open and are a little top? We talk about it all the time. Toxic Knicks Twitter, toxic Knicks Instagram is out there. It's true. But to say that Knicks fans hate Knicks more than the media, that's just false. And I did not agree. With that, with RJ, and I saw a lot of Knicks fans agreeing, and I just couldn't believe it. So I don't know how you guys feel, though. Don Juan started off.
1: Well, it's funny that that he, RJ starts off that well ends that that clip saying, "What was that?" He said, "He said, um, I don't care if the Knicks win or lose, but realistically, every time the Knicks lose, you always got something to say, some little smart, some little, you know." Some little slight, some little sub, always on the Knicks and the fan base. Like, this has been going on for years. But it is what it is. I mean, what can I expect from a guy that that played with the Nets for a good good time, a good period? And, you know, he's in the media. So just like any other media person, they've been taking jabs at the Knicks for years now. But don't get me wrong, man. I actually have to agree. I mean, put it this way. I don't agree, but the statement is slightly true. Just because on Twitter, bro, is it was toxic prior to now? I mean, there you still find some toxicity, you still find some hate. And guess what? These players, they're Knicks, the front office, they're Knicks, and the coach, the coach is a Nick. And play and people out there really hate those three parts of our team, maybe not all three there's a lot that don't like all three but every every single part of that is is our, our team and people really dislike them maybe now it's a little sweet because we gone this little run and we're doing good and that's changed a bit but we can't get it confused man there's a lot of hate within our own fan base I wouldn't say it's 50 50 but the statement is partly true statement is partly true because there's a lot of Nick haters out there that are fans this is crazy man yeah crazy. I, Honestly, I, mean, I understand
0: I mean, it's tough though when an egg emoji hits you up and 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 just tweets all day. You know, that was one thing that Knicks fans took very like passionate about. With we sold out MSG every single day, even when we was trash. And I just feel like, yeah, there was Tauruses and stuff like that coming to the Garden, but it was still fans in that uh, arena. And I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't really see it. But Ziba, what you got to say about that?
2: See, but you mentioned it, bro. You're talking about the one or two trolls that you see on the internet that create these fake pages and make it's, it's and more make than it's more than one problem. or two. It, it's, a a little little it's, it's a good section. It's, a, it's a more than my, it's a my. It's my. No, it's a minority, bro. But it's not a majority, bro. I, my, yeah. my, honestly, bro, i ain't gonna lie. I found it very disrespectful, bro. Because because hate is not the word. I passionate. Yes. Are we? Are we? Are we very critical about our team? absolutely but as far as hate though that's like that's too strong especially talking about the majority like the minority yeah you know yeah yeah you know you'll get you'll get these you'll get you know you'll get these fans that will say you know that will say things out of left field where you're kind of looking at them a little side-eyed but again those are again that's not the majority that's the minority and so i honestly bro i found this number one Richard Jefferson is like the weakest link in, in, in out of all the analysts. So I don't know. So and and like Don Juan said, he honestly, bro, I think he actually is the one that really hates the Knicks. And he actually, and he actually said it on TV that he hates the Knicks. So first of all, his take, bro, I can't even, I'm, I can't even take it seriously. And I'm not, and I'm not going to. And for him to say hate, man, honestly, I find it disrespectful. Are we passionate? Absolutely, but hate is just a super strong word. I feel like most of the I feel like most of the most of our critiques of, of 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 our players, especially when you talk to like when you talk to actual Knicks fans that really watch the games, has been pretty accurate. So yeah, nah, he's hundred percent wrong.
0: Yeah, man, Zebo talk about that, Zebo Say with your chest, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Good stuff, yeah, bro, right talking
1: there. crazy yo, yo. for no reason, bro. Especially Love, when we, especially yo. when we win it too. Love his passion. I hate his passion too, guys. Come on. Ooh,
0: don't, oh, don't dropping some Aristotle on here, man. Look, you got a little Aristotle, you got a little passion. You got you got a little yeah. bit of everything here on the show on these fans lot <laughs> Nah, yeah, man. I don't know, man. I don't Richard Jefferson. Maybe I'm being a little biased because I just can't stand the guy, but whatever might be the case. Let's go back to the New York Knickerbockers. Fellas. Eleven games left in the season, man. You know we're gonna have a show in two weeks, and it might be a playoff preview. It's it's it hard for me to wrap my head around that, man. I'm just so excited. I'm so pumped. But as we do on the show, we just focus on the next four games, and they're not that easy, fellas. They're not that easy. <laughs> the, the season just continuously grind out. It's a grind out season, man. We're finally back at home on Saturday against the Nuggets. We play the Timberwolves on Monday. Then we do a little Florida trip, you know, get in the sun, you know, feel a little warm. Uh we play the Heat and the Magic. I believe those games are Wednesday and Thursday,
1: yeah, back to back. Yep.
0: Back to back. So it's it's not an easy. It's not it's not an easy, especially that that T Wolves games. I mean, the Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards is balling right now. He's looking tough. Nuggets, obviously, first in the West, even though they seem like they sleepwalking their way to the finish line. The Heat. I mean, the Heat always gives us problems, even though we two and zero against them. You can never overlook the Heat and the Magic. That's just a tough team. That's just a tough team. They beat the Celtics, I think, four times or three times, something crazy. <laughs> Damn. So it's Damn. it's a tough team. So, fellas, you know I don't do no more predictions. So we gotta. Ke- I'm gonna start off with Zebo since he's been predicting correctly. Zebo, what you gotta say? You got your fours
2: right up? Now, right <laughs> you now got your- just... Oh, I thought you yeah, had your fours up. Oh no, 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 no! I'm just feel me. I'm just right now. I'm cooking right now. I'm cooking might be trying right to tell now. us the fours coming. I'm trying to night. tell her, Yeah, no, I'm trying to. <laughs> say, I'm trying to. I'm trying to predict the future right now. But <laughs> now, nah, i know honesty, for real, for real. I see us. I see it's three and one, man. I think, yeah. I see us three and one. I think we could I think we could take three of these games. I'm nervous about the T Wolves and Nuggets games. Those are the two that really that really catch my eye. Number one with the Nuggets because obviously we got Jokic coming. And honestly, for Mitchell, for Mitchell Robinson, yo, bro. If you, I mean, if you really want to be. If you really want to be part of this offense, you really got to show out against, you know, against the MVP. So let's see. And then with the T Wolves game, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think Carl Anthony Towns might try to make his debut. Might try to make his debut from injury. So, the, you know, depending if that does happen, you know, with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns in the, in the same team, that's going to be tough. So let's see. But, um, yeah, those are the two games that really do scare me. But I still see us going 3-1 because I see us I see us at some point within that stretch, Jalen Brunson coming back.
0: Okay. Okay, that's a valid point. Don Juan, what you thinking?
1: Well, I usually look ahead, you know, and, and try to do my little prediction so I'm ready to get, give a nice, a nice answer to this. But I don't know. It's a little tough when, I, you know, you start looking at all these teams. A lot of these teams are – seem to be clicking at the right time except for the nuggets i mean they were they were looking bad but they just won today right today or yesterday uh-huh. they just won and they they played good so you know thank god they're not ending a even that us even though it was against the pistons oh well then who's not beating the pistons right? <laughs> but um i'll say two and two not gonna lie i'll play it safe i'll play it safe considering that you know brunson is still not back i was really hoping he'd be back last last um during the west coast trip and he wasn't and realistically we we really can't force him man we really can't force him back so i'm gonna go two and two it seemed like they being they playing it safe with him as well our guys have been playing good things are clicking but you know when you got a team like the nuggets who who are one of the top teams in the west we beat them once but you know we we kind of stole that one out in denver man They, they showed up for you triple m i know but we stole that one, and you know you got the heat where we hit a we hit a game winner, a hail mary from Julius Randle saves the day, Prats. and I know they're gonna come out trying to trying to win that game and make a statement because we've been, you know we've been looking good against the Heat this year, and I know for a fact they're gonna come out swinging. I know they're gonna come out swinging, especially at home, and Miami. You know even though New York always shows out and makes a good presence out there. I feel like the 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 heat will embrace that and, and show out. And then you got the lowly magic who yes, they got a pretty young, impressive team. I mean, I feel like that should be that should be a dub because the Knicks, we win games like this nowadays, you know. We win games like these. Okay. Games that we, you know, we overlook. And I'm pretty sure that, that that same thing that happened with the Hornets is not gonna happen against the Magic. I promise you that. And knowing the fact that the Magic did us dirty last year. Magic was one of the worst teams in the league, but for somehow guess the Knicks, they would always win games. And another place where the Knicks fan base always shows up. So we go be to in Orlando, man, go be crazy. Might as well call it a home game. He said my home game. Or Magic, though? Nah, a lot of New Yorkers out there, and I can't wait to see that because you know they're gonna be shy, they're gonna be chanting for OB, they're gonna be cheering for RJ. It's gonna be crazy out in Orlando. But two and two, I'm gonna play it safe. I, I mean I feel excited for a two and two, I'm not gonna lie. But I think right now we just gotta win games that that and, and play good, man. Make you know, we, we can not be trying new things. We need to stick to our guns and, and and play some good competitive ball as we go in going into the playoffs right now.
0: Yeah, I'm down to go to Orlando, man. I wish I could go to Orlando. I wish I could go to Orlando, man. That
1: will be a dope <laughs> game.
0: That's going to be fire. But, yeah, 2-2 two two will be good because um, I just tweeted this at um, Triple M. What's up? You already know, man, Twitter. The Nets play Denver. They play Cleveland back-to-back, and then they play Miami. So, these man. two teams, they're going to be throwing hail ma- hail, um, hate makers at each other. You know, that four, three teams, Cleveland twice back-to-back, back. and then Miami, so if we could stack up some wins, you know, go three and one, go two and two, I mean, we could do curtains, we could lock up that playoff, uh, breath early, so we just got to stack up some wins, uh, Denver's looking shaky, they're looking beatable right now, it looks like they had their minds towards the playoff already, so, but we just don't play good at 1 p.m. games, I don't know what it is, so, We'll see what it do, man. But yo, thank y'all, thank y'all for watching here, Knicks fans. While on episode fifty-one, man, we got we got playoff. I don't want to jump thinking, but we got playoff thinking, man. We got playoff thinking. We have something special when the Knicks clinch the playoff. So let's see what happens. But thank y'all for locking in, man. Thank y'all for locking in. Make sure to like, subscribe on the show, and. Just be happy with these next 41 wins, 41 and 30, man. That's really, really impressive. Got to kick it to my god Don Juan. What you got to say?
1: Don Juan signing out. Check out the guys off the ball. was holding it down. Don't forget, like Triple M just said, make sure to give us the thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel because some good things coming soon. So make sure you want to stay tuned with us.
0: Yes. yes sir.
2: yo it's crunch time right now so y'all already know man keep liking keep subscribing man me and my guys we're gonna keep putting out that fire. so you know just keep showing you know keep showing love to us man we you know again big things coming
0: yes sir man you already know Nick's fans wildin coming at you man episode 51 shout out to y'all man peace out